Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading. Coming up, solid proof at last that the High Priest Womble executive producer Mark has gone too far. Swanky. Oh, you idiot, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. My goodness, David. Enough of all this brilliant music across all eight of your playlists. Get on with it. Give me a chance to win a breakfast show mug. All right, all right. I feel like starting the day with a conversation with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfectly normal, Dave. Don't worry about it. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, I've given up on what's normal, Matt. You know that many years ago. Good morning, by the way, Matt Dyson. Hello there. Good morning, Glenn Moore. Hello. And welcome back, Emma Jones. Hello. How was your uh, stay in Wales? It was lovely, thank you. Yeah, they had nice weather for once, so that was nice. Well done, the Welsh. Yes. Um, Okay, so as promised, it is time to show your knowledge. We're going to look back at a a little bit of the show from yesterday, and then we're going to kind of put a general knowledge question to the clip. And we find ourselves deep into Nadia and Ian's relationship Rolodex, and this happened live on the show. In that case, guys, as we both got you here. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a three, two, one, and then I want you both to answer at the same time. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) What date did you get married on? 6th of August, 2016. 6th of August, 2016. Oh, in unison. <laughs> There's a delay on oh, his Oh, yeah, well, no, the technology yeah. let us down again. We're in delay. Oh, no. Ow. I think there was a delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, nicely played by Ian there, and it was lovely having both him and Nadia on the show. So, um, that date is going to be their fourth wedding anniversary. So, to win yourself a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug, tell me, in the UK... Which gift is traditionally given on the fourth wedding anniversary in the UK? Which gift is traditionally given on the fourth wedding anniversary? An online one right now, we have Samantha. Good morning, Samantha. Morning. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Are you, you're married. Have you ticked a lot of these things off on this traditional gift list? Um, I got divorced this year. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry to hear that. I think. Am I sorry to hear that or am I really pleased to hear that, Samantha? Uh, really pleased. I'm oh. really pleased for well you, Samantha. Done. This is wonderful. Were you ever gifted things such as paper, leather or cotton? I don't remember, but I really don't think so. No, OK, OK. Well, um, let's move on, shall we? Because that was uh, one, two and three. That's the first, second and third anniversary. Paper, cotton and leather. Mm. But what is the fourth? Give it to us, please, Samantha. Linen. It is linen. You've oh. got yourself a mug. Congratulations. Where are you going to keep your mug? Actually, I'm going to give it to my partner. Um, it's his birthday very soon, so I'm going to give it to him. Oh, nice. oh you're re-gifting it already, and <laughs> so blatantly as well. <laughs> so publicly, and just after I give it away, you've literally, I've gone, here we go, here's a gift for you. Thank you, I'm just going to pass it straight over to this person. <laughs> going to put it on Thanks eBay. so much for the yeah. thought. There we go. Um, Samantha, lovely having you on the show. Speak to you real soon. Thank you, bye. Take care, bye now. Uh, should we go through some of the other wedding list things? Are you interested in this? Go on, then. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Ten years, right? And I know I shouldn't look at it as a prison sentence because that's <laughs> old school. But for ten years, I want more than ten. 
I mean, Sarah ten, Jane and I will deserve, deserve more than ten. So there's, what I've got here is the traditional list and the modernised version, so they switched a few up. So instead of tin for the 10th anniversary, we would be enjoying some diamond jewellery. Ah, right, that sounds a little bit yeah. better. 11th <laughs> has been switched in for from steel, so something made of steel, to fashion jewellery. <laughs> he thinks they're right. making up the new list. Yeah. Um, the fourth anniversary in America has gone from flowers as opposed to linen here in the UK, so a bunch of flowers, which yeah. I think is a it's given. You've got to give flowers you to give one flowers another. and whatever the item is, yeah. yeah, surely. So just flowers was acceptable back in the day. Now it needs to be an appliance. Oh. What? Yeah, an appliance, Glenn. This is horribly practical. Yeah, I know. Um, I actually like the sound of tin more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the, um, but the highest riser... But down, but down, This has come about. Um, the highest riser um, is, is China, because China traditionally was something you would give to your beloved on your 20th wedding anniversary, right. which is an incredible feat. And anyone who's done that, I just marvel at you. It's fantastic. You now get China in the modern world on your second wedding anniversary. Oh, they brought it forward. Just oh, by, wow. by 18 years. Yeah. 18 years! Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um... Matt, how long have you and Katie been married? Um, what, what will you be celebrating this coming anniversary? It's, it's the... Uh, April time, isn't eighth, it? Eighth, I think, this... Uh, yeah, eighth. What's that? Okay, well, you tradition, you, could, you can choose. So, the plot spoiler for what Katie's going to get okay. this coming April next year. Are you going to go for bronze or lace? Ooh. Actually, I think it might be our ninth, you know, because I think oh, I okay. go bronze oh, okay. for the last one. Are you going to go for... <laughs> Thanks, mate. I've got like a bronze-coloured uh, wine cooler engraved. It's nice. Swanky. Still using it. In that case, are you going to go for pottery or Ooh. leather? Oh, pottery or leather? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Pottery, please, Dave. OK, <laughs> it's on the way. <laughs> Matt, what's going on this morning? I first up a fact which has never stopped blowing the minds of Scrabble Go on Twitter. Uh, the 2015 and 2018 French language Scrabble World Champion was a New Zealander who didn't speak French. Did anyone know this? No. What? Did any, was anyone aware wow. of this at the time? No. He didn't speak a word of French, but he won the French Scrabble World, the French Scrabble title. Pourquoi? Nigel, <laughs> Nigel Richards was his name. Uh, he's a New Zealander who lives in Malaysia. Right. Uh, he can't speak a word of French, but he has he won the French language edition of the game. He learned in the space of nine weeks the entire French dictionary. Oh, so he just oh. saw the tiles and matched he's up got what he learned. He's got a photographic memory. Oh, so wow. He goes through the whole dictionary. So like myself, he can't weeks. say a word in French, yes. but he was able to just to link up the yeah, yeah. tiles. I wonder if that's easier because their words are like, bonjour, that's all seven of your letters gone right. straight yeah, away. Yeah, that's true, yeah. You might, you might actually have a go, Glenn. Yeah, oh, Glenn, this game. is built for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know any other words. But, uh, <laughs> but you got bonjour. Yeah, 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 exactly. Surely yeah. the toughest <laughs> French word of all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all, all every single uh, word, wow. hundreds of conjugations of French verbs, both regular and irregular, before you asked, Dave. I was about uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut me off. He previously won, he previously won the English uh, title three times. So he's all-conquering. Uh, and the, wow. uh, the vice president of the Belgian Scrabble Federation spoke about him. He said, he's, he's not a French speaker. I swear it. If you speak to him, he can only say bonjour with, a, with an accent. Oh, my God. Similar there you go. Similar, you go. Very similar to Glenn. <laughs> Did he uh, go to the Glenmore Academy in Bournemouth? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he does have to give the 
scores in French at the tournament because that's part of the rules, apparently. So you have to give your score in French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right, good. we're all showing <laughs> us now. <laughs> good as well. uh, and then this guy says he is a Scrabble war machine. Wow. Uh, to him, words are just combinations of letters. Well, I suppose technically, yeah. 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 to all of us they yeah. are, I suppose. Yeah. Probably sounding more profound together. in his head. <laughs> yeah. Making yeah. sentences. <laughs> and then yeah. said aloud. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't see the meaning. He doesn't know what they mean. It's amazing, isn't it? doesn't know what it means, but I know it's a word. Amazing. I love that fact. That's mind-blowing I can't believe I couldn't learn a new language during the whole of lockdown and he learned the whole dictionary in nine weeks. I I felt proud that I finally started Ozark. (laughs) 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 That'll keep you regular, I'll tell you that. Well Um, done, Dave. Yeah, well done. Thanks, mate. Uh, Speaking of lockdown, this uh, this is a guy, uh, next story is a guy, uh, a YouTuber who got in touch with the hype beast Womble. He's friends with all the big YouTubers, you see. The uh, high priest. Oh, the high priest (laughs) was wearing his baseball cap back to front this morning, by the way. (laughs) Like he was about to take part in an arm wrestle competition to get out of prison. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, one of his old friends called Fredo got in touch, right? Uh, Fredo Rockwell is a YouTuber. And he said during lockdown, he found in his drawer at home something that he did back in like 2004, 2005, where he wrote to pretty much every famous and important person in the UK to ask them what their favourite flavour of ice cream was. Don't recall getting a letter? (laughs) No, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Uh, so he wrote to loads of different people, even like the uh, Secret Service, and he gets letters back from a lot of them. To be honest, wasting their time, really. But um, yeah, let's have a look at some of the celebrities he oh, spoke to and see go. if you guys can guess the flavour. Okay. Uh, the first up was the uh, the founder of the World Wide Web, Tim Berners-Lee. He got a reply from him. <laughs> Any guesses on Tim Berners-Lee's favourite uh, flavour of ice cream? Vanilla. Oh, I think he's probably my favourite celeb. I'm trying to watch <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You should know this. Know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, chocolate. It is. It is chocolate. Oh, well thank done. you very much. Uh, Matt, you need to minimise your screen. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real scroll you as well. beat the lyrics up there. <laughs> <laughs> he says, lots of flavours. Uh, depends. Chocolate often. That was his response. Uh, next up, uh, the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams. Mint choc chips. Mint choc chips. A good guess, Dave. It's not correct. Oh. Anyone else? Strawberry. No. Um, you can't see it. I'm hiding the screen from you now. Vanilla? Uh, well, let me tell you. Dear Mr. Rockwell, he got a letter saying, thank you for your letter. It's from Jane Williams, his wife. Dave, you're looking like I should wind up. <laughs> oh, you, you know my wind-up <laughs> eyes, do you? <laughs> his wife says he isn't a great ice cream eater, uh, but he does like sorbets. He also likes vanilla. Glenn, you're right again, particularly wow. a kind called Joe's that can be found in and around Swansea, where he grew up. Yes. Fascinating insight, this. I could go on. Who's next? J- Jermaine Greer. Anyone have, have a guess? Let's go for it. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Choc. Choc again. No. Chocolate. Raisin. No. Dolce de Lecce. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Of course. It's like a sort of caramel. Caramel. Italian one, isn't it? And uh, finally, Hugh, uh, the Hugh Edwards, the newsreader, right. uh, in 2004. Well, this what, is what a really my, specific selection of celebs. eyes we did not get in before we got to Hugh Just Edwards? No disrespect, them. Hugh, but, you know, the Archbishop of Canterbury, maybe that's your big out. Maybe that's your big show is out. This is the last one. We've done the invention of the internet and the church. Let's leave it there. All of these. Hugh Edwards. All of these are celebrities who I can guarantee have never been in Heat magazine. <laughs> never yeah, been spotted. True. Yeah, yeah, this is why Fredo Rockwell's got an Hanging around Welsh ice celebs. cream parlour. It's the Bishop of Canterbury. 11th of May, 2004. What did Hugh Edwards say was his favourite flavour of ice cream? Uh, tutti Fruity. 
No. Coffee. <laughs> Pardon? Coffee. Have you just seen my screen? No. No? That's amazing then. Because oh, he wow. Says, Thank you for your kind letter, Freddo. My favourite ice cream is coffee yes. flavour. I've enclosed the signed photo as you requested. There you go. Fascinating insight into <laughs> the movers and shakers of the UK and their ice cream consumption. You'll be talking about it later. And that's you data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The time has come to gather paper and pen or make a note in your phone. Five words, five grand. Broadband We've spoken to many of you that have your own rules for this game. Some of you playing along in your places of work, in the car, on the school run with the kids. Or from the kids' perspective, with those people who do the driving bit. So, it is time for five words, five grand. And playing faux real on line one, we have Sophie. Good morning, Sophie. Oh, we've oh, lost Sophie. Gone. Okay. Um, what we're going to do is... I'll play. I'll play okay, against Glenn. Uh, let's try and win some money for me. You've got to laugh. You deserve it. Yeah. You've won this game a few times. Where's your money? You're absolutely right in saying that. Uh, okay, we are going to uh, get Sophie back on the line, which I believe we've done right now. Sophie, please tell me you're there. Hello, yes, I'm here. Oh, yeah. oh. Sophie, thank goodness. Sorry, Glenn, I was about to give you five grand. Oh, it's okay, I'm confident <laughs> I would have won it. Um, Sophie, how are you doing today? Yes, I'm good, thank you. I'm a bit nervous. Okay. Good. Me too. Think how I feel when I look over where it should say the word Sophie, but it just says phone one. That makes me quite nervous as well. Um, oh, sorry. Not at all. You're on now, and that's the main thing. So how's your day looking? Yeah. What are you up to right now? So I'm just getting my children ready. One of them's going to nursery, and then the other one I'm going to take to um, our allotment and then to the park today, So and then just chilling. What a lovely day. What are their names? Um, Zach and Zephyr. Okay, Zach and Zephyr. Would they be getting some of the £5,000 if you won today? Yeah, of course, they would probably get most of it. Yeah, of course they would. Well, that's how it works. Uh, I know, yeah, I've noticed that myself, it. actually, as a parent. Um, so, which member of the team is best suited to giving your kids a whole pile of money, Sophie? Probably Emma. Okay. Um, but I have matched like three out of five, you know, with the others, so I'm all open here. Okay, well, let's spin the random player generator and okay. see which one you're getting. Random player generator. Selected. Ah, oh, Glenn, oh, getting right. a chance That's after all. Mm. Uh, there we go. In that case, Glenn, it's time once again for you to leave the studio. Good luck. It's about four in a row for Glenn. It's stuck on yeah. Glenn. <laughs> oh, it's Glenn again. Okay, here we go. Glenn has now left the studio. Sophie, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Glenn the same five words. Full five match. You're going to win £5,000. Good yeah. luck. Thank you. Let's see what we've got this morning. Your first word is cuddly. Bear. Mm. All right, Matt, just because someone says cuddly bear, you don't have to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone I call? Did <laughs> I would have gone with the other option. Cuddly bear. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm. Clock. Good. Ooh, this is a strange one. Swanky. Oh, um, swanky. Oh, mm. Mm. Uh, um, okay, <sighs> swanky. <laughs> oh, 
It's all gone very Julia Donaldson, hasn't it? Wow. Swanky Lanky, yeah. Okay, so Wow. Oh, I love it. I, I, lo- I love it. Okay. Oh, my God. Badge. Badge. These um, tough words, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Birthday? Oh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. And finally, Sophie, to complete what's been a very tricky set from the High oh, Priest no, Womble yeah. producer, Mark. Uh, the final word this morning is incredible. Hulk. Yes. Oh, very good. <laughs> so we've got, looking back, we've got Bear Clock Lanky Birthday Hulk. Which wow. <laughs> it really is. Like a sounds like quite the weekend. <laughs> uh, Sophie, stay right there. Glenn's back in the yes. studio. That's coming next. Five words, five grand. With Sky Broadband Superfast. And it's going to take a horrifical set of answers from our Glenn <laughs> oh, no. to win Sophie five thousand okay. pounds because Sophie gave some great answers. It's the words fault. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's All the right. high priest one will produce a mark. Yeah. That's who it is. <laughs> Sophie, you ready to get down to business? Yep. Yep. It's cool. Let's do it, shall we? Here we go. Glenn, the first word that comes to mind when I say cuddly bear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've got toys. Toy. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, in many ways, we gave the wrong answer. Yeah, <laughs> you both did. <laughs> Miracles do happen, David yeah. said just moments wow. ago. Um, just talk about myself in a third person there. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Berry hates that. Right, here we go. <laughs> Alarm. Clock. Yes. Ooh. Yes, Glenn. Yes, right. Glenn. Now, here we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this go. is. Here we go. The first word mm. that comes to your mind, Glenn, when I say swanky. Oh, you idiot, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid that's, word. That, that's more than one word, but I'll take it. <laughs> swanky, <laughs> oh, you idiot, Mark. <laughs> Oh dear. I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> I mean, Sophie even have an answer for this? We got there in the end. <laughs> yeah. Sophie did, as I said, she did her best. You did your yeah. best, Soph. Swanky Thank Hotel. You. Yeah, I would have said That's that. what I would have said. Yeah. What did she say? Oh. She swanky pants? <laughs> she said, she said swanky <laughs> lanky. <laughs> Swanky Lanky. It, it does rhyme. rhyme. We, By the way, we need to bring that into a method yeah. if it rhymes. There was a Beano comic character years ago called Swanky Lanky Liz, apparently. Yeah. And they were like a friend of Lord Snooty. Was that what you were referencing? Was it a Beano Sophie? deep cut, Sophie? 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. We should have known better. Great answer, though. Great we should have known better. Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> but in many ways, I'm not. I would yeah. never have gone. No, no, no. If you said yes, that, I mean, it would have been... <laughs> could have been there I think everyone would just gone, right, we're going to get off Cobb involved. There's no way that's happened organically. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, yeah, Sophie's carried on with the same method throughout. So the next one was Hadge. Um, what's the first one that comes to mind when I say badge? Badge holder. Birthday and finally incredible Hulk. Correct. Yes. Correct. Not a bad matchup given the words you were given, Sophie. Have a yes. great day with the kids and thanks oh, for thank tuning into so the much. show.
Thank you. Bye-bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as does an opportunity to show your workings. Each week, we find someone with a very interesting or unusual job, and we basically ask them all about it. So far, we've spoken to a sound effects guy from the movie world, a showbiz journalist, an explorer, an actual pirate, an etiquette coach, and last week, it was Ben who invents snacks for a living... Don't forget, Ben very kindly offered to make your dream snack become a reality. So if you've always had one in the back of your mind that you know would work or you would just like to taste, let me know the details, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk with all your ideas. And right now, well, we move on to another interesting job. Paula, what's your name and what do you do? Hello, um, my name's Paula and I'm a professional Lego model builder at Legoland Windsor. A Lego builder at Legoland (laughs) Windsor? (laughs) Yes. Paula, this is incredible. What a job to have, my goodness. Um, Let's start at the very beginning. How do you get into doing that? Um, Well, most of the team, they've all got a sort of art design background, Um, but I I was doing some freelance work at the time and I had a friend that actually worked at the resort and I was re- recruiting for model makers at the time. Um, so I just thought I'd give it a go um, and applied. And I was lucky to, to get the job. And I've been here for 23 years. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> building Lego for 23 <laughs> years. <laughs> wow. It's quite therapeutic, isn't it, building Lego? So it must be a really nice job. You must have a really nice time. Nice chilled vibe. Every day just yeah, building yeah. new things. Yeah, it is. It's very therapeutic when you're building and stuff because you can sort of go off in your own little world and sort of get on and build. I remember my biggest Lego accomplishment uh, was when I, for one Christmas (laughs) from Santa, I received a a Lego castle, right? It was Uh, like a kind of medieval castle. And what I did was immediately I passed duties of building that onto my dad, Uh, who then had to spend (laughs) all of Christmas Day uh, building the castle, only for me to deconstruct it straight away and build a spaceship out of it, which of course is the beauty of Lego. Um, But do you ever have any thoughts for the kind of parents up and down the country you have to spend Christmases and birthdays building massive Lego things when they're not professionals like you are, Paula. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, we, there was one um, dad that was saying he built the um, Death Star, um, Star Wars Death Star. Wow, Took him about work. six, six, seven weeks, <laughs> you know, to do it. And then his son said to him, "Can we re- can we take it apart now, Dad?" <laughs> yeah, that's what you do, though. Taking all this time. So oh my goodness! Sorry for the parents sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Paula, I've got to ask regular listeners to the show. I will know that I'm quite particular. I like my, I like right. things to be in their correct places, right? That's yeah. just my nature. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, tell me, is it where you work in, in the workshop? Is there like just yeah. a little tub of red cubes and then a little tub oh. of blue yeah. pieces yeah. and yellow pieces? Is it all laid out like that for you guys? Yeah. So, oh, um, I, mean, I bet it looks so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's my cool badge, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all got a set of drawers behind us, which and all the Lego is set out in size and shape. So obviously, it makes it quicker for building. And each model builder are quite particular of what sort of bricks they use, really. So we get a bit annoyed with each other if we're borrowing bricks and you know putting them back in the wrong place. Oh so, no! So we, we do, we do, we have a little bit of a fallout sometimes, occasionally, of doing stuff like that. But um, but yeah, it's all very set out uh, methodically, really. I like the idea of a tear-up behind the scenes. At Lego. Do, you go, do you go and build yourself some boxing gloves? So like, I'll be back in three hours. I'm going to go and build myself a mallet and I'm coming for you. 
<laughs> Is that a trident you've just built, Sven? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go and build a shield. Um, so, very um, painful as well, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Have you become numb to the sensation of stepping on Lego? Is that something you build up over time? A resistance to that, <laughs> yeah. that earth Don't crunching feel it pain? At all. Don't feel it at all anymore. To be fair, it still shocks us occasionally when we do stand on it. But we, because we use ha- like our hands quite a lot. We, I mean, we use special hammers to um, knock the bricks down. Do you? But you do get quite hard calluses on your fingers after a while. To be yeah. fair, yeah. that's why I like this feature. Show you work. This is a dream job for many people. <laughs> uh, listen, Paula, stay right there. We've got more to talk to you about. Uh, okay. Paula, who builds Lego for a living, is on the breakfast show. There's more from her coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Tuesday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we're enjoying the latest edition of Show Your Workings. An online one is Paula, who builds Lego for a living. Uh, now, Paula, thanks for hanging around. We've got so many more questions for you. What, what are you working on at the moment, then? Anything exciting that the listeners would like to hear about? So we, we've, we've got quite a few sort of jobs on the go at the moment. Um, our main work is more, more to do with Miniland at the moment, so we're trying to refurbish quite a lot of features animated features um but also we've got halloween coming up so we're doing some things for that as well so it's just a bit of everything so you could be working on two or three different things at at one time i don't want to um i don't want to cast aspersions (laughs) at your character or any of your co-workers at the you know at your wonderful place of work but do you do you ever is there any is there a behind the scenes is there a red curtain you go behind and there's some naughty Lego structures that you guys have been working on at night. You know what I'm saying here? As you can imagine, we have quite tight, um, strict guidelines that we can do, but we do have a bit of fun with some of the the things that we do build in Miniland. So we do do create a bit of sense of humour down there and across the resort. So some things are for adults and some things are for children, and it's it's sort of a bit tongue-in-cheek sometimes, but we have to be very careful what we can and can't do, as you can imagine. I I can imagine, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you set me straight on that, Paula, to be honest. I'm a family man. Um, what's uh, What's the strangest brief you've had? Is this the strangest thing you've had to build? I mean, we get quite a lot of um, unusual briefs from our marketing and PR team, as you can imagine. But the one that sticks in in my mind and that will live with me forever is we had to um, we had a model that was built for us by our Lego um, counterparts in in Denmark, and it was for our new area at the time, which was Laser Raiders, our Kingdom of Pharaohs, and it's a massive Pharaoh model, which is about six metres tall. Wow. And they just, they decided that they wanted to promote the new area by sending this pharaoh down the Thames on a barge. <laughs> and we were like, how on earth is how are we going to get this down down the Thames on a barge without, the obviously, the boat tipping over or anything like that? So so that will live with me forever, sending this pharaoh down the Thames on a boat and hoping that it comes back in one piece, which... Thankfully, it did. Yeah, or hopefully it comes back in a million different pieces, because that's the point of Lego, I'd imagine, yeah. A listener by the name of Anna's just messaged in, and it was um, interesting you mentioned the dad who had to build the Lego Death Star, and it took him seven weeks to do, only for his child to dismantle it. Um, Anna says, was my brother an idiot for giving his original (laughs) Lego Death Star away for free in the mid-1990s? Yes, because Lego actually keeps its value, to be fair, so he was a bit silly to give it away. So if he, again, you know, for all those collectors out there, if you keep the boxes and the original content in there, they are actually collectible. So, um, yeah, it was a bit silly to give it away. But if it was meant somebody else got some pleasure out of it, then all the better, really. 
Yeah, I suppose that's the way you've got to look at it, yeah. haven't you? Passing yeah. it yeah. forward. Spread the leg of yeah. Um, what I want to know, Paula, I, I don't know if you're a parent or, or an auntie or, or you've, your family or friends, but are you roped into building the Lego when the kids get it oh, for Christmas yeah. or birthday? Is it like, just give it to Paula? Yes, definitely. So um, I'm not a parent myself, but I've got a niece and I've got obviously my French children. So as soon as they see me, they say, oh, can you help us with this? And you go, it's my day off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paula, it's been lovely uh, having you on the show, showing your workings. What an interesting world you live in. Send our love to everybody there, won't you? And, And thanks for taking the time out to talk to us. We'll speak to you real soon. No, thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Cheers, Paula. Bye now. So that's the kind of thing we're after, building Lego for a living, an etiquette coach, a pirate, an explorer, a showbiz journalist, a movie sound effect artist. All of these workings have been shown on The Breakfast Show. Have you got an interesting job that you would like to share with the class? Email me right now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. (laughs) It's 11 minutes past eight. On your Tuesday morning, Matt Dyson loves it when I sing along with the songs. On the main station, REM, wow, Sidewinder Sleeps it. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves it. Right. Sweet dreams are made of this. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Yes, it is time once again to welcome to the show a man who invents snacks for a living. He started off as one of uh, the wonderful people we speak to in Show Your Workings, one of the fine folk of the UK, Nate, around the world, who have an interesting job and has become, oh, so much more. He's become the backbone of a regular feature. And Ben is on line one. Hey, Ben. Hello. Ben, yesterday when we spoke to you, uh, we had one listener by the name of Claire who pitched in the giant Jaffa cake, although she was only after three and a half inches, and you told her she could dream bigger than that. Um, You've had kind of 24 hours to mull that one over. Um, You know, each day this week, someone is going to pitch a different snack in and you're going to make it a reality. But upon reflection, how are you feeling about the giant Jaffa cake? Yeah, I'm feeling good. It's a really good idea. So I shared it with the team and they're all... all on board as well so it got a couple of thumbs up from the office which is always a good start lovely um emma was off yesterday emma your initial reactions to the concept of a giant jaffa cake i'm not a huge fan of the standard size ones so um they're just not big enough yeah yes yes (laughs) i just want i I just want more of it and they're healthy of course as well aren't they they one of your five a day i think yeah Yeah, mm, we'll have to look into that but okay now what's interesting here ben is uh, the next person pitching in didn't have an idea for a dream snack until they heard claire on the show yesterday morning. On line two, we have Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Great having you on the show. Very well, man. So you're driving to work, you're listening to the show. Thank you very much for doing so. You heard Claire pitch in the giant Jaffa cake and you thought, I've got a snack idea that I'd like to see brought to reality. Uh, Please tell everybody, Paul, what that idea is. Chocolate-coated crisps. Oh, right. Okay. Now hello. these are hello. around. These yeah. are around. We've touched on these before, mm. but specifically, you want a chocolate-covered ridge cut crisp. Talk us through the ridging. Yeah. Well, I, I thought if you put the chocolate on a normal crisp, that would be too thin and it'd probably go soft. Mm. But the ridge cut crisps are thicker, and with the ridge, you get a better ratio of chocolate to crisp, so that when you bite into it, it'll be a lot more crunchy. So what we're saying here is that occasionally, when you get an all chocolate Kit Kat finger. 
So basically, yeah. in the Rare ridges, occasion. there would just be a thick dollop of oh, chocolate yeah, waiting there yeah. to be, and yeah. then on the outer part of the ridge, where it kind of went upwards, it would be thinner, and then deaper down into the into the yeah. crevice, yeah, yeah. It would be covered in chocolate. Mm. It's the second yeah, time you've said crevice on this show. It is, isn't it? I keep <laughs> ringing that bell. When will I learn? Um, ben, your initial thoughts to this uh, chocolate-covered ridge crisp? It's definitely an idea out there, isn't it? Mm. Do you think so you could do something with it? Yeah. My only question to Paul would be which flavour of crisp does he want to go with uh. because that could make or break. Because I don't think you want to go a standard cheese and onion I think you'd have to go a more reserved salted maybe yeah I think salt and vinegar salted. might be too tangy as well would it yeah so I think that'd be salt with all chilli flavoured salted or chilli yeah. so uh, Ben how do we react to that well we're talking a salted or chillied crisp ridge of course covered in chocolate how's it how's it running around in the brain that one <laughs> yeah I think it's possible definitely of course, Paul would have to just open a bag of crisps and put one under Pour his chocolate the, tap. Yeah. It's just simply yeah, yeah, an yeah. easy so win easy. for you. An easy win, yeah, Ben. I might get some, I might get yeah. some odd looks if someone sees me doing that. <laughs> yeah, just open the bag and fill it up with yeah. chocolate from the tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some more, Okay, Paul, lovely having you on the show, my friend. Yeah, Thanks very really much, Steve, for pitching it, your it, snack. Yeah, it also opens up a whole range of items, doesn't it? But, Chocolate-covered hula hoops, quavers, ah, yeah. He's thinking about expanding the range. Yeah, it's got potential going okay, forward, thank certainly. you, Paul. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much indeed. Uh, ben, we're going to leave that with you, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow morning, OK? Have a lovely day. Send our love to the Excellent. team. Thank you. Cheers, Ben. So we've got a chocolate-covered ridge-cut crisp. We've got a giant Jaffa cake. Would you like to join the party, the snack party? Let me know what your dreams would be and Ben can make them a reality. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. <laughs> Are you okay? I've just, I've just put my card into the cash point and seen my balance and <laughs> all I did was text win. <laughs> Win 125,000 pounds. And I've won 125,000 pounds! And now I'm rich! <laughs> 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 it's tax free as well. Who are you? Who are you, kind stranger? Oh, no, no one. My, my name's Simone. I just came over to see if you're okay. Simone, I have 2,000 pounds! <laughs> just take it. I don't care anymore. I've got so much of it now. That's your daily withdrawal limit. Go away! You exceeded. Go away, Simone! <laughs> Spread the word! I want to give away... I'm going to give away 25 grand. I've got 100 left over. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you'd react? Really? I think I yeah. would. Yeah, this is the thing. Would. I think if I yeah. saw, if you saw the numbers, I know. God, it'd be amazing. It'd just, it? you know, you would just. It would be like. I know we just played the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory background music, but you know that bit where he opens a golden ticket and he goes running through the streets? Yeah, yeah, it would be <laughs> Singing, like I've that, got yeah. a golden ticket. I'd love yeah. to bump into you at the cash point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm weeping. 25 grand, thank you very much. Often people are weeping at the cash point for the other reason, <laughs> yeah, not because there's yeah. so much in it. Um, anyway, it's the biggest sum of money we've ever given away. It's £125,000. So once again, we turn our attentions to Absolute Radio stable mate uh, Sophie, 125k, for a little bit of a brain teaser. Guys, here we go. One of these is factually correct, by the way, if you want to help yourself dream a little should you win. Morning, Dave. It's Sophie 125k here with another brain teaser. £125,000 could buy you one of the following. But which one is it? 
41 24 karat gold iPhones or 10,869 24 karat gold ice cream cones. Now, before we get to answering this, I have a little confession to make. Um, Producer Sam has been in charge of these, working with Sophie Kay. Um, And uh, yesterday, Glenn, on the show, you mentioned that that they rhymed. Uh, You said that out loud. Apparently, it passed me by. And Producer Mm. Sam said to the High Priest Womble, Oh, Glenn's finally worked out that all of these rhyme. I didn't know that any of them rhymed. So, phones and cones. All of last week. All of last week. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, well done, producer Sam. That's a lovely touch. So, we've got 41 24-karat gold iPhones or 10,869 24-karat gold ice cream cones. Phones and cones. Right, okay. Uh, So, £125,000 buys you which? Do they exist? They, these are all actual yeah. items. Yeah, you can, you can probably bolt by them if you work as a yeah. ice cream, you know. Normal iPhones yeah, are quite expensive, so gold yeah, iPhones are going to be really Macro, that's the, that's the place where you'd be able to buy them. Macro yeah. card, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say phones. <laughs> God, the want and desire for a macro card I back know. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. When my mum my dad used to have one. It, was like, it felt like Nando's black card, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, yeah, we, I was like, we've got 24 tins of pedigree chum. I'm like, we don't even own a dog, yes. mum. <laughs> Let's stop buying this yeah. stuff in bulk. Buying it in bulk. This was before panic buying days as well. Yeah, this it? is yeah. it. You get all your loo roll there. Don't yeah. you worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we digress as always. Um, what's the right answer? I have no idea. B? Matt wants phones. Let's phones. say Let's phones. Let's go phones. You're going for phones. Let's see if you are right. Oh, dear. <sighs> the correct answer was actually the ice cream. Yes, it was the ice cream. Uh, so, to get the news this coming Friday that you've won £125,000, you need to be in the draw. You do that, as always, by simply texting the word WIN to 81215. You could win £125,000. Text cost £2 plus your standard network break. You're playing across the Bauer Radio Network. Full terms and online entry at absoluteradio.co.uk. Over 18s only. Entries close Friday 25th of September at 5pm. All this week on the show, I'm giving away family tickets to the absolutely brilliant... Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the making of Harry Potter. Go behind the scenes of the filmmaking process with all the safety measures you'd expect. Plus, enjoy a celebration of Slytherin and walk through the Great Hall decorated in house colours before heading to the Slytherin common room. What a place to be. Um, Matt and I, we went along last year and broadcast the show from the vault at Gringotts Bank. Mm. And if you do win the tickets and get along there, you have to see the Gringotts Dragon. Quite amazing. Oh, yeah. But Matthew, no plot spoilers here, no. please. My youngest daughter's very scared of that dragon, though. I was very scared of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And impressive. I'm your oldest son. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> plot twist! <laughs> see that one coming, did you, Mr. Now, if this dad pipe down, I'm trying to do the T's and C's. If this sounds like a bit of you, you can win a family ticket right here, right now. All you need to do is give us a call on 0330 123 1215. That's 0330 123 You need to know your Potter. All the T's and C's are online, and lines close at... 8.43. Swanky. <laughs> oh, you idiot, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Get the new...
45 on your Tuesday morning. Right now, you can win your way to the Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the making of Harry Potter. Go behind the scenes of the filmmaking process with all the safety measures you'd expect. And now, picked at random online one, we have John. Good morning, John. Morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm absolutely fine, Dave. Are you? Very well, thanks for asking. John, you, you a big fan of the Potter universe? Uh, yeah, yeah. I quite like it, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, man. You know what I mean? It's all right, yeah. It's a kid on a broom. Right, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, online two, we've got Stuart. Good morning, Stuart. Good morning. How you doing, man? I'm okay. Lovely. Uh, John Stuart, Stuart John. How you doing, hey, mate? Okay, uh, John, let me start with you. Are there children in your world? Are you you're playing for the kids? You, who are you playing for? Uh, yeah, I've got a six-year-old son that loves it. My wife loves it. Um, I like it. Great, yeah, well, it's, like a, it's a family life. ticket, so that's nice. <laughs> Stuart, what about you? What are your circumstances on this one? Yeah, I've got three boys. Oh, OK. Keen on Harry Potter. Lovely. OK, so we're doing it for all the right reasons. Uh, John, you were selected at random first. I've got three Harry Potter questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. OK, you've got two options, so here we go. Who is not Who is not a member of Dumbledore's army? Draco Malfoy or Neville Longbottom? Draco Malfoy. Correct, John. Question two. Who is Sirius Black's evil first cousin? Severus Snape or Bellatrix Lestrange? Exactly right. That's two out of three. And finally, where was Harry born? Hogsmeade or Godrich Hollow? Godrich Hollow. It's three out of three for John. Stay right there. Stuart. Okay. Okay. Impressive. You need to get three to push it to the tie break. Good luck. Here we go. What is the name of Tonks and Lupin's baby? Is it Teddy or Harry? Teddy. It is Teddy. Yes. In the movie, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, who kisses Harry in the Room of Requirement? Cho Chang or Ginny Weasley? Cho Chang. It is not, which means, John, you've won the tickets. Congratulations. Well done, sir. I know that there is some snogging going on he, between yes. Ginny, Harry, Cho and Harry. He kisses Cho in a different, in different Yeah, I, I would have got that wrong. Different location, yeah, it's different location. Uh, so, Stuart, it's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should point that out. Uh, yeah, Harry's That's room of requirement is actually a, a place you go to. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It really is a wizarding world, isn't it, Matthew? Oh, <laughs> so embarrassing, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Stuart, love to the family. I'm not sure what version I was watching. Great having you on the show. There's only one version, the brilliant original version. Um, okay, John, you and the family are going along. Well done, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers now. Take care. <laughs> so, um... Let's keep it PG. Yeah. <laughs> if you missed out this morning, head online right now to absoluteradio.co.uk where you can win one of 25 family tickets to the Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the making of Harry Potter. Go behind the scenes of the filmmaking process with all the safety measures you'd expect where you can also check out a celebration of Slytherin. <laughs> okay, all done. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 
And that's it for your Tuesday morning. Lovely having you tuning into the show. It always is. And thanks for those of you who uh, were bold enough to come on air. It's so lovely having you as part of the show. Um, And to prove that so many of you do, we have a podcast. There's no songs. There's no ads. There's just you guys being brilliant. But what's it going to be called? Well, I rang the bell quite a few times this morning. We've got both regular and irregular, before you ask. That was Matt's social ammo. Uh, Dave's wrap-up eyes. That was also very (laughs) much Matt's social ammo. I see those eyes so often. We got he kissed Cho Chang in a different location. (laughs) Oh, yes. The people at Warner Brothers will be chuffed. An unfortunate turn of phrase. Swanky Lanky. Oh, yes. A legendary moment in Five Words, Five Mm. Grand. We got Sven's skin-coloured Lego bricks, (laughs) which was from Show Your Workings earlier. And can you stop saying crevice on the show, please? Uh, That was uh, Matt pleading with me to do. Rich pickings. Just that. I think we've got to go with he kissed Cho Chang in a different location. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Just so out of the blue, so beautifully random. Uh, That's the podcast we leave you with, and of course, the regular message. We'll be back tomorrow live from 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained, and get out of the pub by 10. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.